0: You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show.
1: Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality
0: and the ambitious entrepreneur show will teach you how. Now over to your host Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone it's Anne-Marie again with you here today. Did you know that 71% of all employees are disengaged that means only 30% are considered engaged, which means that 71% of employees aren't performing at their capacity that they're capable of performing. So you are missing out. So if you have a team of staff working in your business and you want to learn how you can boost your team's passion, and performance to increase your business's profits, then you are in the right place. Because today, Leslie Cunningham joins me on the show. Now, Leslie is one of the leading experts nationally in empowering small business owners to achieve outrageous results. She's an award-winning leadership and teamwork expert and business coach with over 18 years of experience in leading workshops, educational seminars, and empowering entrepreneurs and small business owners. She is an internationally published author whose work appears in Chicken Soup for the Soul series, Tough Times, Tough People, 101 Stories About Overcoming the Economic Crisis and Other Challenges. And Leslie is a monthly columnist, a former talk show radio host, and has also appeared live on CBS, CNN and News Talk Radio. Her specialties are small business consulting, teamwork, team building, employee engagement and motivation productivity and performance, marketing, communication, leadership and peak performance. So we get to tap into her expertise today. But specifically today, Leslie's going to speak about how to break through the stall out point of repeating past sales performance into a powerful vision of growth for your business the secret behind having powerful conversations with your employees that results in them doubling their productivity and or sales with passion and excitement and simple ways to coach your employees to create exciting fun games that result in stellar customer service and revenue breakthroughs, which I know as ambitious entrepreneurs, we certainly uh, aim to achieve each and every day in our business. Welcome to the show, Leslie.
1: Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's so great to be here. And thank you for the absolutely beautiful introduction. I think I could just listen to you talk all day. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Wow,
0: what an impressive background you have, such diverse expertise. I'd love for you to share a bit about how you got started in this incredible work.
1: Sure. So I, let's see, this started several years ago after I first became certified as a business coach and consultant. So it must have been like seven or eight years ago. Mm -hmm. I was a talk show radio host for a two hour call and talk radio show. And so I would interview different experts and I was reading a lot of books at the time written by business consultants and I decided to interview one of the business consultants that had created basically led this particular business. It's called Pike Place from Seattle. It's the fish market at Pike Place Fish Market. And mm. so it's the Pike Place Fish Market. And he had basically led them from near bankruptcy to world fame and success. Wow. And really phenomenal story about how he did this. And so I had invited the business consultant on my radio show. And interviewed him. And then the following week, I invited the owner of Pike Place Fish Market onto my radio show, interviewed him. And then the week after that, I ended up inviting two of the employees from the fish market onto my radio show and interviewed them. And Anne-Marie, it's the, the reason I even share this story is because after interviewing them, so it was like a series of interviews mm-hmm. done over a month. And at the end of that, I was at the end of that interview series, I was just so amazed at how intentional everyone was from the business consultant, from the owner to the employees, and not only how they were intentional, but they were really committed to making a difference Mm -hmm. and the amazing success that they had created. And After the end of that interview series, I knew in my heart of hearts that this was work that I was meant to be doing and really believed in. And Mm -hmm. so I ended up hiring the business consultant to Pike Place Fish Market. I ended up hiring him as my personal coach. And he coached me in my business. And at the end of that, coached solo entrepreneurs and then small business owners with employees started reaching out and asking me to coach their businesses as well. So it's just kind of like one thing followed the other, and this is just amazing work that I just love doing. Yeah.
0: You know, I love the way that you shared your story, and in the story that all of those people shared on your radio show, the momentum that it started in your life and in your career, and I think that so many of us can trace back shifts, you know, and and crossroads in our lives and in our business where we heard something and we thought, wow, it inspired us. And off we go onto a direction where we really do reach a level of greatness and fulfillment that uh, we may never have even dreamed about. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more information specifically about the work that you do and what kind of results that you help them achieve. Maybe even also talk about some of the issues that you see teams and organisations or the people that you work with, what they're struggling with. Because sometimes we don't know what we don't know and hearing some of these things and the stories that you're about to share can trigger in us "aha." That's what's happening to me. So there, this may certainly be an indication where I can have the next transformation or breakthrough in my business. Did you want to share
1: some of that with us? Sure. Yes. So one of the things I would say that's very common when people reach out and connect with me, they are really struggling. Here's some of the, feed, the comments that I hear. I'll just kind of say mm. it verbatim as if, as if a prospect or client were contacting me. Basically, what they say is one of two things. They say either Leslie I feel like that we have a really I have a great group of assistants or employees but they're just not they're more reactive instead of proactive they do the stuff that I tell them to do but I don't feel like that I'm really tapping into their full potential or they say that You know, I have a group of employees or assistants that really it's kind of like everybody's out there doing their own thing. And I feel like I can motivate them for a while, but I'm not able to motivate them for the long term. Mm -hmm. And or... I guess on the other side, what I also hear is maybe somebody's had a recent turnover. In fact, this is one of my first clients that ended up hiring me. They had had a recent turnover and like a 50% turnover. And he realized if he was ever going to create a shift in his culture and really create an amazing team that, At the time of that, that he had experienced that turnover, that it was a perfect opportunity to begin to really get everyone on the same page and really create a significant shift in culture so that they're able to produce what I call outrageous results. So I guess to tie into the second part of your question... Some of the results that I've helped my businesses achieve, and I should just, Anne-Marie, I should just kind of pause for a moment and just share, because I know a lot of your listeners are solo entrepreneurs, and you also have small business owners as well, so these principles that I'm going to be talking about today... They absolutely apply to if you run your own business as an entrepreneur and as a leader, you can apply these to yourself in terms of how you run your business. You can also apply it if you have assistance, contracted assistance, and, and absolutely you can apply this if you actually have a team of employees that you hire and that actually work for you. Um,
0: I was oh, Let me just jump in there and say I absolutely agree. One of the things that I was going to say too is that often as solopreneurs, we know that we want to expand our business so we hire a team to support us and then take off a lot of the day-to-day admin tasks and other tasks that we hire them to do. But some of the things that you mentioned were the struggles, you know, for for prospective clients come to you. I can see that also playing out with solopreneurs, that instead of opening themselves up to more time so that they can spend time on more income generating tasks, by hiring team, it's just added another task, another task that feels heavy. They don't see the results and it's like, I thought this was supposed to be easier and make life easier for me, where in actual fact, it's turned into another chore, which is eating away at at their time. So everything that you're going to be sharing today is certainly practical for solopreneurs, even with a a small team too, and we can certainly learn these principles. So yeah, just wanted to jump in and and reiterate that.
1: Yeah, great. And another point, just tagging along in terms of what you just said, Anne-Marie, it's interesting because as we hire team members this is across the board. I find this with all business owners, even if it's our first virtual assistant. As we hire team members, we tend to think, oh, all we have to do is, so this is one of the problems that comes up. Um, mm-hmm. We think all we have to do is just tell them what we need to have done and that they're going to do it. And often yeah. what we end up doing is we don't we don't know how to lead. And yes. And then if we have a team member that's okay, they produce okay results. We don't know how to bring them into the realm of what I call extraordinary or outrageous results, we just know how to keep giving them assignments and hope that somehow they're going to figure out how to do it more effectively. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, we wish that our team had crystal balls and tapped into our, you know, our minds so we knew exactly, you know, they knew exactly what we wanted them to do. You know, that is the secret formula for sure, I guess. But yeah. So share some of these um, things with us, please.
1: Sure. So just to share a brief story, one of the businesses that I worked with, some of, in terms of some of the results that they achieved shortly after we started working together, and I'm going to be talking about these principles, so just know that I'll be sharing these tips as our listeners are listening. Yeah. So one of the results that they achieved is a couple months after I worked together, they had, it was a brick and mortar business and they had this annual warehouse sale. So every year they have this big warehouse sale and they set these goals in for their warehouse sale and they set what I call a bold goal in terms of sales and they were pretty sure that they would never be able to achieve those sales. It was a weekend sale. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that weekend, they had achieved their um, impossible bold goal and basically they had a 50% increase in their sales from the year prior and um, which was amazing I mean they were astounded and I'll share with with everyone one of the great pieces about the story isn't just really in terms of the results that they created. But it's in terms of the experience that they created. Um, This is a hot tub business. So they sell spas, hot tubs for people to Mm -hmm. soak in. And they decided that they really wanted to, yes, they wanted to make sales, but this was really about making, creating an experience for everyone that walked into that warehouse. And so... They got really creative, and they had a mascot that they hired, somebody running around in, like, one of those, I think it was a duck, you know, <laughs> an outfit dressed as a duck, yes. and playing with the kids. And then they had a local mascot come for the, the school, you know, the, the university here. Mm-hmm. And so both of these mascots were running around interacting with each other. They had this amazing, beautiful, like, Cucumber water, so they created this experience. And I looked at the photos that he shared with me, and Anne Marie, it was amazing. The smiles on everybody's faces was like, I mean, the energy was so clear in the photos of, uh, in terms of. The great time that everyone was having, and they ended up selling a hot tub, one hot tub every fifteen minutes, and wow. and it's like a ten thousand, twelve thousand dollar, you know, price point, exactly. you know, seven to ten depending upon the hot tub. But they did this, and uh, this is the first um, one of the first principles that we'll be talking about. But they did this from this bigger vision of also really making a difference for people. It was more than just selling hot tubs. And mm-hmm. they created these, you know, these amazing results.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that, yeah. you know, and I think often when we don't tap into our creativity and as you said in that instance they really created that experience, they tapped into the emotion of their prospective clients and because of that the client's experience really you can see that the 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 outcome was it was an easy yes, yes we want to continue to create this experience that we're having now in our own homes and and of course then um, up went the sales. And I'd imagine too, the photos that you would have seen of the team members that were involved in the day, if you, you would have compared it to previous events that, and sales that they may have had. It was just like chalk and cheese. Yes. The employees just were so much more engaged and, and they're connecting with all of the customers.
1: Yes, it really was amazing. It was a night and day difference, and everyone just came together. The entire team came together. Mm. And, yeah, it was really phenomenal. And so that was that particular sale. And mm. then there's also, I'll save some of my stories for later on in the interview, but just amazing results in terms of even doubling, like, monthly or weekly sales as yeah. well.
0: wow. Yeah. And so when you think about that particular client, and I don't know whether you want to share kind of the principle um, or go in a little bit d- deeper in, what was the, do you think would be, have been one real difference that the, that particular client then was doing and continues to do now and obviously get great results and did then that they weren't doing previously?
1: Sure. So... So this ties into, I teach these, um, like three or four principles, mm. and I think we'll have time to talk about a couple of them today. Right. And the, the primary thing that they were doing differently, Anne-Marie, was what I call, it's my first principle that I talk about, and it, I call it, um, creating an extraordinary vision. Mm. So creating an extraordinary vision. And basically what that means is when we go out there As entrepreneurs and business owners, we want to make a sale. We want clients to hire us. We want customers to buy our products and services. And that's normal and natural. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But here's what happens when we make it all about making the sale, then we start, then we make it all about us. And all of a sudden, it's easy for performance anxiety to come up, solo entrepreneurs as you know this begin to doubt themselves you know from the people that you've worked with Anne Marie mm-hmm. they they're afraid of how they're going to make the offer how people are going to interpret them they feel like they're not confident enough we have all basically our ego gets in the way mm-hmm. and when it comes to small businesses and their employees if we're the owner and we're telling our assistants what kind of sales we want to make it becomes just all about the numbers. We tell them, okay, this week we're going to meet this kind of sales goal or trying to attract this many clients or this many customers. And as our assistants and our employees aren't very inspired because it's just a, it's just a number to them. Numbers mm. in and of themselves are not inspiring. So the opportunity is to create what I call an extraordinary vision so that we make this more than about the numbers and more than about making a sale. And so I coached this particular business in terms of what would their vision be if they could be more than just about selling hot tubs. And their vision was they decided that they wanted to, and this is an impossible vision, I should Mm -hmm. add. It's (laughs) not one that we could necessarily see ourselves achieving, but it's it's impossible and it's super exciting to us. And this particular business decided that they wanted to be create Bozeman, Montana to be the hot tub capital of the world. Wow. Wow. (laughs) They wanted their little locale, their little location to be the hot tub capital of the world. And and when I asked them what that would what what that would look like, they said, you know, everybody would have Hot tubs, everyone would have this amazing experience. We'd have all these healthy people in Bozeman and their lives would just be significantly improved. And so that was their big vision. Mm -hmm. And they went into this warehouse sale. They actually printed that on their t shirts that said Hot Tub Capital of the World. And so that's where they were coming from. And it was, it was contagious. I mean, it was amazing, you know, just so when you come from a vision that big. It's um it's really about being of service yeah. instead of getting people to serve us, mm-hmm. right? It's being of service instead of getting people to serve us and our goals, it's about being of service to a greater cause. Oh, I love
0: that. I love that. Yeah. And what a great example of how incredibly successful what you know an organization can be when they really get clear on a vision and it becomes so much more than the numbers because you're absolutely right often we just focus on the numbers and that's not an inspiring or exciting for team members to get behind but if they are part of that vision and then can see the impact that they can make and create an experience then everybody is on board and such as those st- statistics I opened the story up book today's show up is just incredible. It really is an eye, you know, an eye opener for for all of us. So I know that you have uh, three principles. So that's the first one, creating an extraordinary vision. Do you want to share with us a bit about what uh, the second principle is?
1: Sure. The second principle is what I call the power of personal responsibility. Mm -hmm. And this has changed my business and it's literally changed my life too. So, the power of personal responsibility, what that means is if we make it, imagine as as entrepreneurs, we know that the success of our business is our personal responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. We know if we don't take particular specific action that our business is not going to be successful, we're not going to create the kind of financial results that we want to create. We get that as the owner of our business, right? Yes. Now- The thing is, when we have assistants and employees, do they get that? Are they showing up in the way that we as business owners show up? Now, what I want to invite all the listeners to imagine right now is imagine if you had a whole team of employees and or assistants that made it their own personal responsibility for the success of your business, that they were treating it just like you treat your business and really showing up in a way in terms of, hey, this is this is my business. It's up to me in terms of making this business succeed, you know, that it wasn't just like, for example, Anne-Marie, it being up to you, but that all your assistants were showing up in that way, too, and same for me. And mm. business owners that all the employees were like com- as, just as committed as the business owner, mm-hmm. and so what I mean when I say personal responsibility is let me just give a couple of I want to give kind of a specific example of this. This is such a an an interesting concept and really really powerful concept. So here's an example that I want to give you. One of my business owners. So this is how you can kind of implement this principle as an owner, and Anne-Marie, I want to invite you as I'm sharing this, feel free at the end of my sharing to like, have me clarify anything, because I want to make sure your listeners get this. Okay, Okay, so
0: I'm
1: not, you know, that's what I'm committed to. (laughs) (laughs) So my business owner, one of my business owners that I was coaching, when he realized that he was personally responsible in his business, um, I invited him to look at Personal responsibility, meaning if he were 100% responsible for how his employees were showing up, what did that say about him as a leader? What did he need to shift in terms of a leader in terms of how his employees were showing up? And he realized that for him, he didn't, what he needed to shift as a leader was he needed to begin to empower his employees. He was micromanaging them. He didn't trust them. And he realized in truth that he had an amazing team of employees, but he was basically holding them back Mm -hmm. because he wasn't empowering them. And so he went to them and he told them, he said, you know what? I know I've been spending a lot of time micromanaging, telling you guys how to do things. And I just want to let you know that I'm going to back off because the truth is, you guys are an amazing team. And I'm going to let you do what you know how to do best. And you won't be seeing me around here that much anymore. Mm-hmm. This was an, a different location outside of his regular business mm-hmm. that he would go to and kind of micromanage stuff. When he stepped back, Anne-Marie, they handled this amazing influx of deliveries. It was at a warehouse. And he did not... In fact, the owner said... That this was the with in all his 35 years of being in business, he had never been so panicked in terms of trying to figure out how they were going to make all these deliveries on time. Mm-hmm. And the team figured it out on their own with very little involvement from him or the manager. And the reason they were able to make that shift is because the manager, I called him the owner earlier, but he was actually the manager. And w- that only happened to Anne-Marie when he was able to say to himself, how am I actually responsible for how my employees are showing up? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm doing? What do I need to change so that I can get the kind of results that I want to see in my employees? Most of us just blame our employees. We don't yes. look at how we're actually causing them to show up in a certain
0: way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that second principle, I mean, both those principles are fabulous, but if we can really understand the significant power behind that question, when we look and say, you know, how are we contributing this? How can we improve this? What could I do better? What could I do less of? And taking and stepping in to that power of personal responsibility, then just as in the example that you shared, we can often then see such a a significant change. And I think if everybody, imagine if you get everybody in your team, the leader right through to the people who, you know, are out there in the factory. And of course, every role is important. We all have significant input. Can you imagine the incredible difference in how people will show up and, and the results if they, you know, step into the power of personal responsibility?
1: Exactly, I get so excited when I think about it, and i'll share another very brief story because I know this will communicate to everyone with one of my assistants. We meet every week and we review my um, every month we review my numbers in terms of what's going on with my website optims my social media all that stuff and um, and usually we spend like an hour forty five minutes to an hour on the phone every month reviewing these numbers and when I was emailing when I was um getting ready to prepare for our call, I decided, I mean, I was dreading it because I thought, oh, this is going to take an hour and it's confusing for me. And I asked myself, how is it that I'm responsible for how we're using this hour? What can I do differently? Because I'm the leader of my Mm. business. What do I need to do differently? And it caused me to come up with three questions. And I asked her, and I don't, I might get these wrong off the top of my head because I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I said something like, what are we doing right? What is it that we're doing right? What do we need to improve? What's our next two goals that we want to create so that we can achieve in the upcoming month? Mm -hmm. So what are we doing right? You know, basically what's working, what's not working, and then what's a new goal? You know, and I asked her to come up with that information in advance and uh, and we had i mean we covered everything in 20 minutes and wow. she was just as inspired by my questions as i was yes and she was we, we just got we just like you know we're so tickled over like what had happened because but it happened because i took responsibility for how my assistant was showing up in mm-hmm. the conversation we were having and it cost me to ask different questions
0: yeah that is just so powerful isn't it yeah. I mean, really, yeah. so so if something is happening in our business and it's like, oh, you know, you're dreading something, ask yourself the question, you know, what is it that I can do differently or uh, how is it that I'm responsible for, for this? What can I do differently yeah. that, that can generate a, a result that is certainly going to allow us to drive forward? I love those three questions too. I mean, those three questions could be like, if we implement them in the way that, that you have just shared, It could be life-changing for our business. It it really could drive us forward. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's really fun. (laughs) So do you want to share with us about your your third principle for achieving outrageous results with our teams?
1: Sure. Let me just kind of, yeah, this third principle I really love as well. And when we, so it's the principle of creating a catalytic project and this is something that I learned from my mentor Jim Burquist, and I was interviewing him for a telesummit that I did a year ago, and I've been working with him for years, and I had never heard him explain this in this particular way. So this is his terminology that he came up with, but the idea is if we have a a vision for our business where we're really out to make a difference for people. It's not just about our personal gain, but it's about making a difference in the world. And if we're stepping up and assuming personal responsibility for the results that we're creating and looking at how we're we're the source of that, not from a place of fault or blame or making ourselves wrong, then the third opportunity is, or third principle, is for us to create what a catalytic project. And the idea is that we can create a vision, but a vision stays in the realm of being a vision unless we take particular action in terms of like this business I was talking about. They decided they wanted to um, become the hot tub capital of the world. Well, that's a very exciting vision. It's fun. But how do you actually put that into action? Mm -hmm. And so what I encourage my clients to do is to create a catalytic project that basically embodies your vision. So they decided their catalytic project was that they wanted to double their sales for January and they wanted to double their sales ultimately throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. That was their catalytic project. They decided that if they doubled sales, that that would be a reflection of them being hot tub capital of the world. Everybody There's no particular catalytic project that you have to take on. It's one that speaks to you. Mm -hmm. I have another client who decided, actually, this wasn't a client. This is a colleague. When I shared this idea with her, she decided her catalytic project was to do her first live in-person event. Mm -hmm. A two-day in-person event. And that was her catalytic project in terms of stepping into being really seen as a thought leader in her industry. So they can be, you know, it just needs to resonate for you. And it just needs to be something that really embodies your bigger vision that you're holding for your business. So that it puts you into action and actually supports you in creating the results. Does that communicate, Amber? Oh, yeah,
0: I love that. And just even the, the terminology, catalytic project, it has momentum, doesn't it? Like the catalyst, yeah. it's kind of like, whew, you can really see that that project is just rocking and rolling along and, and hitting all of the, the, the marks. Wow. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. And,
1: and it makes it fun because as you're planning that project, so The thing about a catalytic project is you couldn't achieve it and still be the same team or the same person or the same business owner that you are right now. Mm. In order to complete that project, it would require you to be this different, higher version of who you know yourself to be. So it literally transforms you in the accomplishment of it or in the moving towards it.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And I can imagine too,
0: you know, as things happen during the day, as we work into it, things happen where unexpected. And however, because of the fact that you've you've stated that extraordinary vision, you've created that everybody is taking personal responsibility for things happening. So that means, you know, rather than whinging about problems and, oh, another challenge, we're contributing to to solutions. We're supporting one another. We've got this catalytic project, which we're all excited about. That continues to drive us forward. So even when we do come against obstacles, which happens, you know, in day-to-day business, we're able to look at them and move through them just so much more inspired and and empowered, which again continues, you know, allows the team to evolve to the next level because, wow, they're just on fire. Is that kind of what you see happen when all of these three principles fall into place?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. In fact, um, I would say the best coaching takes place for me, when teaching my clients these principles, and there's other principles too, of course, mm-hmm. I just wanted to pick you know some primary ones to share with your listeners today, but um the best coaching takes place when we're when we're seeing it in context of these principles, right because yes. then we can say okay here's my vision am I am how would as somebody who's holding this vision, how would she handle this situation with her team or with her business, as somebody who's assuming one hundred percent responsibility?" For her team and for her business, how would she show up or what would she do differently? And then you have the catalytic project that puts you in action that allows you to coach yourself and your team so that you can get feedback. Yeah. So it, it's it's really a very powerful way of creating results. Yeah. And like you said, it's not going to be perfect. There will be challenges. That's a given. Mm-hmm. But how do you coach yourself through it when those challenges come up? It's yeah. in context of these principles. Oh, yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah.
0: For sure. So Thank then you. people are thinking, okay, these are great principles. I can see how they can really make an incredible difference. In my business, how can they connect with you to find out what the other principles are and to, to just really find out more about you, Leslie?
1: Sure, great. So my website is impactandprofits.com. dot com. That's impactandprofits.com dot com, and it's all spelled out. And I'm sure you'll probably have a link somewhere, We're but. You can go to my website. I have a video series, which is really great, so that you can see me explain some of these principles in more depth and some additional principles that we didn't have time to cover today. Um, You can go to impactandprofits.com forward slash free gift, and I have a three-part video series called Three Simple Steps to Doubling Your Sales – by leading your team to create outrageous results. So it will touch on some of these principles and then go more in depth with some of these principles and introduce some new ones. So basically, in that series, I'll be talking about more in depth um, how to have powerful conversations with your assistants, what to say to them, how to help them create outrageous results in a way that supports them in doubling productivity and talking about how to really build an inspired team that's committed to providing stellar customer service so that you have not just good team members, but extraordinary team members. And then as everyone hopefully can see from our conversation today, all these principles work great for you as an individual. You're going to create outrageous results through implementing these principles as well.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think the principles that you spoke about today for sure can make such a significant difference. You know, as you were were sharing the success stories, I was thinking of a few colleagues, you know, and, and how they were explaining some of the struggles. Just as a last networking event, and they are solo entrepreneurs as well, and I have a, a very small handful of, of virtual assistants and other team members, and I was thinking, my goodness, they need to hear this because it, it certainly would be business changing for them once they recognised that these things are, are lacking in their business and, and therefore not giving them that impetus to, to really turn that around and, and, and achieve the kind of success that you've just shared that your clients have been achieving. Leslie, it's been absolutely amazing. And, of course, yes, all of the links will be on the show notes. If you want to go to the show notes, go to com forward slash AES122. So forward slash AES122 and the show notes will appear. All of the links are there and all of the ways that you can connect with Leslie. While you're there, why don't you share with us one aha that you have gotten for the show? I mean, you could write down a dozen, I'm sure, of all of the ahas, but why don't you just write down one aha and one action step that you're going to take to transform the way that your team is showing up and, of course, as business owners, as leaders – what we are going to do differently to allow our team to show up even differently. And maybe you want to share what your extraordinary vision is or maybe even your catalytic project. And if you want to share all three, go ahead and do that because I think that's uh, um, such a, a, a fantastic insight today that will help us take our business to the next level. If this is the first time that you've joined us on the show, welcome. Just like today, you have been absolutely amazed. I know with the expertise that Leslie has shared every week, we have another guest expert to help you take your business to the next level. Go ahead and subscribe to our iTunes channel. The link is there on the show notes too. Why don't you share the show with some of your colleagues? We would appreciate that. I know they would absolutely appreciate hearing Leslie today share her brilliance too. Because once you get to a certain point in your business as a solopreneur, the only way to expand your business is to get teams. And now you've got three principles that you know is going to support you as you continue to introduce your team to or new team members to your business as well and of course pop across and uh, get access to the to the video series that uh, Leslie has shared that's her gift to us thank you so much once again Leslie it's been uh, just fantastic catching up with you today
1: Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I just love your your commitment and your, you know, your genu- how genuine you are and your enthusiasm. You are thank a real you. gift to the world and I think you're doing great stuff. So, thank, thank you, you so for inviting much. me. It's a, it's a privilege.
0: You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details.